The feel-good start to your day. Coggo and Jules for breakfast. I had a quick look at this story this morning, mm. and it's to do with Reverend Raymond Outred. Now, Raymond has been around for quite a while. Reverend United Raymond. Church, yeah, churches, I should say, plural around the place. Mm. He is about to turn 100, Josie. Ooh, letter from the king, I yep. hope. Oh, could be. Who'd know? So, well done, Raymond. And he's still going strong. Only does it once a month. But he reckons that uh, all the people that go to the Uniting Church where he's in Long Gully love it, which you'd get because, you know, he's got wisdom at that age. Of course. You'd hope at age 100 you could work part-time. Right. <laughs> you yes. get to She's slow down. Julia, I think. <laughs> yes. yes, wait till I get it. It's uh, Triple M, it's Cogo. I'm ninety nine. It's my first day for the month. I shouldn't I don't mean that, Raymond, but you do have to slow down. The thing is with the church, just looking at it, and well done, mate. That's uh, nearly a hundred years. It's just awesome, yeah. And yeah. you'll have a great party, I hope. But the thing is with the church, you look at all the aspects of what's going on and we've heard all the things, all the good things, the bad things, etc. There's one thing though, Jules, that we should yep. bring back from churches. Okay, I, think, I went to a couple of Catholic schools. What, okay. what are you bringing back? Well, the thing I say is, you know, like, um, you know, there's social media, get off the bloody phone, and there's, yes. you know, a lot of things happening, sadly, with mental health. But bring back, Jules, you ready? Mm. Bring it back. Bring back. Bring back. The confessional booth. <laughs> oh. It always scared me. Did it? <laughs> yes. As a 12-year-old, what sins am I confessing to? Well, <laughs> Okay, each their own. Yeah, anyway. So I didn't let's, have anything. Let's go into the Ooh. Triple M Church, if we could. Oh. Because uh, you are now in the presence of Reverend Brian Coglin. Oh, no. Julia Greenhalf, I'd like you to move into the confessional mm-hmm. box. You don't need to knock. There's no one in there. So <laughs> in you go. Hang on, that's my reverend voice. Uh, good morning. It's quite cosy. My child, if you take a chair and just be comfortable, oh. I've just got to pull this curtain back. Good, good morning, Father. Thank you. Reverend, um, to you. Anyway, Reverend, sorry. this is Reverend, Reverend. Brian Coglin. I'm okay. at your service, Julia Greenhoff. And, uh, Reverend Cogsy, I think, would be a nice name you, for yeah, you. Yeah, well, I'm trying to take this serious, Julia. Sorry. Anyway, so if you've got a question for me, you're uh, far away. Question. Okay. Um, Reverend, mm-hmm. why does my co-host continue to take over the six after six quiz and tell me off for well, making the a, questions too easy? Well, it's an easy one. I mean, you've given me an easy one, Julia, because he's, he's a very smart man. So, you know, he likes to, uh, you know, jump in and help the uh, people of Bendigo like he has done for a long time on radio. Oh, very so, kind you know, man. He's a bit like me. I'm a reverend from a long time mm. back. So, yeah, that's uh, that would answer that question. I, mean, I feel like you have a few things in common with him. Well, you guys should meet. Yes, yeah. probably do. Both got big noses. Anyway. Uh, I have another question. Hmm. Uh, reverend, why does my boyfriend not pick his clothes up off the floor? Well, my child, it's an easy one because he's male and uh, he doesn't like to wash a lot. So what he would do is take his underpants, put them on one day, and turn them back in the other way. Does that happen the next day? Uh, unfortunately not. He just keeps on buying new pairs of underwear. Okay. He's a very smart man, Julia. Hang on to mm. him. He may be broken <laughs> years to come, but hang on to him. <laughs> Coggo and Jules for breakfast. Get more after this. I was going to say the top five things that annoy me when you go to the cinemas, and then I've just got a text from a boss saying, why would you do all those? Because you're just going to give people's answers, and why don't you just see whether they compare with yours? Oh, okay, whatever. He's you're just going to make people angry. Yeah, I probably will. You're allowed one, one thing, and I reckon, is this off the back of you going to the cinemas, yep. like, because they're putting a new mural up there on the external they wall. Are. It's going to look fantastic. Why are you going to bring down the cinemas? Well, because the mural's not of me. No. Um, <laughs> the the thing is with it, I went Saturday and I saw um, Eric Banner, uh, The Dry. The, Great. Yeah, The Big Dry, which is number two. Good show, by the way. Great show. Um, 
And look, I love it. I love the cinemas. I like going along. It's relaxing. The experience is wonderful, unless mm. you get a really crappy movie. And let's face it, these days you don't because you, you research, don't you? You get the best yes. and make it to cinemas. Otherwise, some might just end up in streaming, I guess. That's right. Well, you, you kind of, you know, uh, back in the old days, you'd walk into a movie and you'd, you'd walk out going, oh, it wasn't, you know, too flash on that or it was great. These days, we know. I, I This this will blow you away a little bit. The thing that annoys me possibly close to most about going to a movie mm. is not people talking or anything like that or not, no, sorry, not going through the top five. It's people who don't talk at the end. They sit there. What? And you want to say to someone, you're looking at someone and they kind of look at you funny and wink and you feel like saying, well, what do you think of the movie, mate? But no one what? says anything. They're all, it's what? an awkward spot, Jules. What do you it's mean? It's awkward. You are not right now saying the most annoying thing about going to the cinemas is the fact that no one talks to you at the end of the movie. Well, no, just to, like if it's what? been a good movie, you want to say, geez, I love the way Eric Banner was acting and you want people to go, yeah, no, yeah nice one, Jack. Yeah, no, But no one says anything. It's really awkward. You put your head down. You want down. to have chit-chat with strangers and that's your problem, that, that strangers aren't well, talking back to you. just say good show. Oh, it's a good show. What do you think? No one's, they put what? their head down, they walk into the wall just so they can avoid you or they put rubbish <laughs> in the bin. You know, it's wrong. I mean, no, let's have right. a chat. Okay, right. All right. So you don't want to talk to, to your own company with you, your lovely one that's yeah, with that's you fine. watching them. Okay, yeah, that's that, fine. But I'm talking mm-hmm. about people who go past. They don't say anything. And, you know, right. you feel like saying, because if you've had a good time somewhere and someone's walking past, oh, a great night or a great movie. You no want to share that. Correct. You want to share the experience with somebody else. And instead, they've got some guy staring at them going, why does he, why is he doing that to me? I'm just trying to leave this cinema in peace. Yeah, yeah. well, wow. they normally ring the cops. Um, anyway, one triple three five three. What is the one thing that annoys you when you go to the cinemas? And it's all right, Ronnie, at the Bendigo Cinemas. We're not having a go at you, mate. We're just having not. We're just saying, you know, that this is what everyone experiences. That has not got to be your number one thing. Wow. It does annoy me. Okay, I reckon there's a list out there. What is the number one thing that absolutely frustrates you about the cinemas? For me. It's when people chomp, chomp, chomp through their popcorn or their choc top or whatever it is or the food that they've snuck in during the movie. Stop food, it. Food that they snuck in, eh? Is that nah. from experience, Julia? Absolutely not. Of course it is. <laughs> <laughs> Never done that before. Sure you haven't. Dan's up in Bridgie. He loves talking to us on Triple M. Dan, what's the one thing that annoys you with the cinemas? Mobile phones for starters. Mm. I've had people on their phones. Kids. You don't take kids to an adult's movie or you that's just annoying. And then people actually digging their knees and stuff into the back of your chair. That pisses me off a lot. <laughs> Tell yep. us what you really think, Dad. <laughs> and you're right about people not talking either, mate. I mean, a lot of people are rude these days. You know, when you say good day to somebody and they just look at you and they just say, and you know you who they are, but they won't, they just, yeah. Yeah, they don't acknowledge you yet. Yeah. Yeah. There's no common Coggo. courtesy anymore. No, you it's guys, gone. you know how there's like book club where you read the book and then you talk about it together in a group? You yep. need that for your movie club now. Yeah, we might, all right. At least we're both It'd be all right if I read a book. <laughs> <laughs> Good call. Philip, what's the one thing that annoys you about going to the cinemas? I really, really hate Coggo and Jules when mm. you rock up to the cinemas and it's not packed. Um, you take your kids and you sit down mm. and someone sits directly in front of you when you're vertically challenged and you can't see <laughs> over the top of them. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> so all you, all you're doing is looking at his scone. <laughs> well, then, then, then the Maltesers come out and you throw them in the back of their head. <laughs> you can't do that, Phil. <laughs>
Yes, you can. <laughs> Triple M. Coggo and Jules for breakfast. Coggo, I um, I had a massage package yesterday. A, a package? Yes, uh, like a package deal of different things. <laughs> I um, I was a little bit late to the party and I used a birthday voucher. My birthday was five months ago. But yeah. oh, what, what a way to start the week on a Monday and have a little massage. But turns out there's a way to get a massage wrong. Mm, um, very and wrong be the worst possible customer. And that was me. No one could do it wrong. All I thought, you well, know, you just diva. rock up. You were no. Diva, you? no. No, I didn't ask for fancy things. They gave me the fancy things, Cogger. I sit mm. down, they start with a little foot massage and a oh, little yeah. champagne. Oh, yeah. Oh, give me a little chocky. Yeah. And as I'm drinking the champagne, um, the lady's scrubbing my feet and she's Ooh, yeah. already t- she's telling me off because I'm wearing a Band-Aid. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know. I had to have perfect feet to get them scrubbed up. So, all right. Strike one. You're not doing very well there. <laughs> so then I'm enjoying my chocolate, like champagne, and then she's going, okay, we'll now just dry your feet off, jump onto the bed, and we'll start the, the body massage. I'm like, fantastic. Little problem. Uh, the champagne that you've given me has gone straight through me. <laughs> so I know that um, we're on a time limit, but I really need to go to the toilet. <laughs> a little whizzy. So she stops the beautiful atmospheric music and yeah. she stops everything. Gives you the buzzer. She takes me out. <laughs> she takes me out to the back of, uh, of the establishment and past the beautiful scenery. And then I see, you know, peek behind the curtains of what the business looks like. Oh, here's a bike over here stranded. And <laughs> off you go to the, his, his the urinal over there. <laughs> and I come back back into the road, lie down on the bed. And she says, okay, is there any areas that you'd like to focus on today for the massage? I said, yeah, fantastic. As a matter of fact, my calves are quite tired at the moment. Mm. Um, And yeah, that'd be really good if you could just have a bit of extra pressure in there. She goes, well, you've booked a neck and shoulders massage. So um, (laughs) I don't quite know how you... Whoops, you could change it, surely. So I did that, yeah, Yeah. and uh, jump onto the bed. She said, all right, well, um, first of all, just... Get onto the bed. We'll put the towel up as you lie down so that you don't show any parts, right, mm. as you're getting undressed. Yep. Um, turns <laughs> out I can't follow instructions because um, she said to lie down on your belly, not your back. So she's got a peak. <laughs> I've accidentally flashed her. <laughs> the top she's, half. She's not at work today. <laughs> she said, on your belly, not your back. On your belly. I'm so sorry. So I'm lying down. Oh, the only dear. thing left of, of me, Coggo, in that room was a little bit of dignity. I'm just glad I didn't let one rip and get too relaxed. <laughs> Live and local, Coggo and Jules for breakfast. Triple M breakfast. A special date today. It is a leap year, February the 29th. We don't get many of these, only once no, every four years. Indeed. So birthday soon. We have got a, a couple of leap year people. Hey, Rube, it's not you, but uh, or is it? How old's mum? Nine. She's nine. <laughs> my 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 mum is nine years old. Imagine telling that to your friend. <laughs> so mum's birthday is today. Your mum's name is Christy, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and she's nine. So do you give her nine candles on her birthday cake? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Well, wish mum a happy ninth birthday, won't you? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, Thanks, Rube. Hey, Thanks, Pam, Ruby. are you older than nine? It's rude to ask a lady her name. <laughs> I know, I know. But I'm, all right, Jules, could you ask Pam? Okay, well, it feels like an exceptional rule, Pammy. So, uh, leap your baby, I'm guessing? Yeah, hey, Jules, yeah, I'm 14 today. Oh, <laughs> I have so many questions for you. Do you feel, does it feel like Christmas Day birthdays? Like the people that are born on Christmas Day, people just forget about it? 
Well, I don't let them forget jewels. No. <laughs> Do you have a day either side that you choose each year to celebrate? Yeah, so usually I keep it in February. So I normally have a birthday on the 28th and yeah. then on the 29th I have a super big party. And it is usually themed to my age, so I had a really great 10th birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait till you get to 18, Pammy, get your licence. <laughs> That's right, my boyfriend's keen on that too. <laughs> Triple M, Coggo and Jules for breakfast. You always remember the time where you apply a cream wrong because it sticks <laughs> with you. It's it's mentally ingrained. You feel <laughs> the physical pain. And look, I didn't do this to myself. I did this to my wonderful partner, Peter. Um, he has been busy doing a bit of us us in the gym. A bit of yeah, what? You know, us us. Us us, yep. <laughs> or a bit of that, oh, yeah, protein. Oh, yeah, get that in. Oh, you know, hit right. the gym. Us us, oh, yeah. it's called, is it? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. It's just what, what the... The boys do, I suppose, Coggo. Yeah. I wouldn't know. Um, and he's had a little bit of lower back pain. So mm. the other day he's like, oh, after his shower, he said, can you just apply a little bit of deep heat on my lower back? Mm. Okay, yeah, no worries. Yeah, me got that. Yeah, never used it before. Don't know. Don't know how much to put on. So I'm thinking it's like Savlon, right? Oh, oh, yeah, the more the merrier. Mm. Oh, yeah, that must be nice and soothing. And he's, he's going, yeah, yeah, that's good. Just rub it all in. Yep, yeah, nice and absorb it. I'm like, great, nothing's happening as much. Just putting on another layer. Does that feel good? Or, yeah, making sure I'm really rubbing in as much as possible. He's like, great, thanks so much, babe. He goes to put on the rest of his clothes. About three minutes later. He screamed like a woman. What was going on? (laughs) He was writhing in pain. Anyone. Coco, he's picking up a towel yeah. on the floor. He's going, can you wet that? Can you, can you just get that water? Can you get it off me? It's burning. Yeah. I said, all oh, right, right. So he's getting out the towel and then I'm putting water on it and then I didn't realise it was lukewarm water. So he's going, no, that's making it worse. <laughs> he's dashing out to get some peas out of the freezer, lying on the couch naked and he's got that on his bum. <laughs> he's and got a pea packet on his bum. <laughs> and I'm holding it down, holding him down, writhing in pain and he's going, ah. So I'm like, Okay. It's all good, and then it eventually settles down. Ten minutes later, Coggo, I take a shower, and all of a sudden I realise, oh, I've got a little bit of a graze on my ankle. Mm. I've got a bit of a cut (laughs) from um, rubbing shoes on the weekend, and I'm going, oh, babe, it's really sore. It's really uncomfortable. I think I've cut myself. He said, oh, I wouldn't know how that feels. (laughs) Oh, no, he wouldn't have. I'll tell you what, he'll know what deep heat feels like if he's still got a bit on his fingers and he has a little whizzy. (laughs) Coggo and Jules for breakfast. Triple M.